Mariota. It's caught. Davis. Touchdown. And the Titans have taken their first lead today. You are now listening to the Jet Stream, the official New York Jets podcast of Gotham Sports Network. Hello and welcome to the Jet Stream, Gotham Sports Network's weekly New York Jets podcast. My name's Jesse Finver. I'm your host. Andrew Claudio is out today, and with me we have the one, the only, our very own Connor Sharon. Connor, what's up, my man? What's up, Jesse? I feel so, you know, honored to be called one and only to intro the podcast. You know, I mean, you are our one and only Connor Sheeran. On, on I staff, mean, I guess that's you know? true. That's true. So, so you are that. <laughs> um, well, we have a lot to talk about. Uh, you had a lot to talk about in your postgame wrap up. Uh, and that's why we wanted to have you on this week. Uh, giving Andrew mm-hmm. a little bit of a break and putting me in charge here. So. The Jets had a bad loss. Um, they did. It was a bad. They it did. Was, it was a good bad <laughs> loss. It was about as good of a bad yes. loss as you could have, but it was still a, just a, like in, in what it actually was, it was a bad loss. Like a game that you just, you, they should have won, you know? Right. Yeah. The other losses, the I mean, part. you get blown out, like, right? Like to the Bills and whatnot. But this was like, they had it. And it was on the road. And this game could have... Maybe it could have saved Todd Bowles' job, but they lost yeah. 26, 26 to 22. Uh, and right underneath the headline says, the Jets stink and they should feel bad. Uh, why should they feel bad, Connor? Well, I mean, it's th- these, I, I wrote about it in the article. It's it, these are the types of losses that we as Jet fans, you know, in the immediate aftermath, they, they really suck because for a good amount of the game, they looked. I don't want to say good. They looked decent, decent enough to beat, uh, you know, to not beat up on, but to be beating the Tennessee Titans, who are a decent football team. They're nothing spectacular. And, you know, uh, I personally think Marcus Mariota is not as bad a quarterback as people are kind of making him out to seem like, given, and I say that even though he threw a pick six to the Jets. Um, to Tremaine. He finally did tr- something. To Tremaine. He finally, you know, well... <laughs> He had that. He had the pick six. Thank God. But then he also had the face mask penalty and the Titans' last drive that, that advanced that is them awesome. 15 <laughs> yards. So he giveth and he taketh away, I, yeah. I suppose. But um, this loss, yeah, it's we should the Jets should feel bad about it because they they gave that one away. This is the type of loss that's gonna hopefully I want to say stick with them, but apparently. The Bills lost didn't stick with them because they have lost two games since then. I wonder why but, that is, huh? Um, hmm. I think they're just I think they're just a bad football team. I think you know? they're just they've got, you know they're pretty poorly coached too. Yeah, I know. What is the connection here? Yeah. And I think I think you know, I think if you ask some of the players, they know it too. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Some of the players <laughs> did have some things to say. Yeah, uh, Quincy and Nunwa. Uh, saying some things, and and also Jamal Adams, who refused yep. to refused to make another comment after uh, he was he goes what what did he say he was like uh, well we'll talk about it with the uh, the front office in the off season like I have things that yeah. I want to like say like you know he said basically he 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 seems to be I mean it might just be him you know doing PR but he seems fiercely dedicated to Todd Bowles I mean. I guess that's a good thing to say that you know your coat like you're he's not coming out he's 
you know, not going after the coach because Adams is obviously a very emotional kind of player. So, you know, if he were voicing displeasure like openly, that would be a, a bad sign. But it certainly seems that he's addressing the problems as, you know, front office Mike McCagnan type problem rather than a Todd Bowles problem. Yeah. Um, Quincy Anunua seems to feel uh, a different way and that in not in all so many words, he basically was insinuating that Jeremy Bates is the problem. I mean, what exactly did he say? He was just like, I think I know like who or what the problem I can't, is. But I, I can't say it. Yeah. He's like, he's like, but I have a job and I want to keep it or yeah. something like that. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, it's the players aren't dumb. Like they know what the problem is. They, they read and hear the same things we do. They obviously watch and they watch the game film. They play in the game. So they, they know the problems uh, more than anyone. So, we well, can you want you you want. want you and me and pretty much everybody wanted to leave Bulls and Bates in Tennessee, yeah. uh, but but they didn't. So yeah. I mean, do you think it was just be, like they're just committed to just keeping them the rest? Like they really are committed because a lot of people were saying, oh, like no, he he really won't last. You know, like like they'll they'll get rid of him if they have another back. I mean, you would have thought it would have been after the Buffalo game, and then they blow this game. You know, and Bulls is. A quote unquote fuming, you know, and he's a straight face and you, you can't yeah. tell because he has no emotions. Give me a break. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, at least show us something. Come on, guy. Yeah, exactly. You know, but yeah. I, I, the players play, I mean, other than like that Tremaine penalty, there were like a few other penalties. There were a few other penalties near the end that really killed them. But yeah, I thought the team played well overall on the road. And just the play calling is just not getting it's, better. It, yeah, and you combine the play calling of Bates with the quarterback play of Josh McCown, who I, I who I love the guy. I love the guy as like a human being. The guy seems like he's probably like, the nicest person on the planet. But yeah, he's taking care of our guy Sam. Yeah, but I mean, he just like you you see it time and time again. If you look at the the highlights, he he the play might get designed to be some like screen pass or something like that, but. If you can see, if I can see watching the TV that the Titans are lined up in a, or the defense is lined up in a certain way, that they're going to blow that play up as soon as you snap the ball. Mm -hmm. You'd think that a 39 year old quarterback that's been playing for almost two decades would be able to identify that. Not so fast, my friend. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It'd be one thing if Sam Darnold didn't see it because he's a rookie and, you know, maybe he's not picking up on stuff like that. But Josh McCown. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> snap he's quality, supposed to... And then you got these guys that are right there waiting for Isaiah Crowell to catch he's, the ball and to tackle. Well, the reason why people think he's a coach is because he's one of those guys who, you know, they know what they're doing, but they just can't physically do it. You know, right. Josh McCown just is 39 years old. He was never really physically talented. He could, he was like, he's an athlete. He can run, you know, but like, it's yeah. not like he was like making like, these pinpoint throws, he was never really accurate. You right. Know, that's why right. he's his career backup. You know, he, he, right. he, cause he's a smart player, you know, he uses his head, but it doesn't, yeah. just doesn't translate sometimes. Exactly. Um, that's what I, I want him to be. I want his brain. I, I right. don't want, I don't want anything else with Josh McCann. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, if they put can hold headset, on to him and make him some sort a, of, yeah, put a headset on him. And yeah. Put, put him a, on the sideline. Exactly. <laughs> Keep him that him and Sam Darnold looks they're, why they're like Davis, you know, best best buds like at hat like why was why didn't Davis Webb get a shot at all I don't know he had his helmet on yeah he was in one yeah. of the huddles he had yeah. his helmet on oh I yeah. mean what the hell 
what the hell? I mean, give it, like, yeah, if I was Bowles, what do you got to lose? Throw the guy in there, you know? Yeah, obviously. Absolutely nothing. There's absolutely nothing. You're not going to get anything from, like, trade or something like that, but you might as well play it out, see on, you know, see what these guys got. These are the type of games that are perfect for that. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I think that the the reason you sign a guy like that is – the reason you have Josh McCown is to is to mentor Sam Darnold. That's it. He should never have seen the field this season. And then you sign a guy like Davis Webb, who was a former third round pick. And I mean, I know I have many Giants friend, Giants fan friends, right? Friends who are Giants fans who love loved sorry, Ed loved Davis mm-hmm. Webb, and then they cut him, and they were like, oh yeah, Davis Webb stinks, right? Right, right. Of course they did. Kyle Oletta, Kyle yeah, Oletta. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but but. There was a point where they were enamored with him. So if all yeah. these people thought that this guy could maybe be something, why not? Why can't we? Because like he never got the shot in you in the, in the Giants. They didn't even no. get to see. They didn't even get to see if he could do it. So they like, preferred why, to start Geno Smith over him. So why not just throw him in there and see what happens on the road? Yeah. Just be like, because uh, because what do you what do you gain with Josh McCown out there? I mean, at the end of the day, Bowles was obviously he's still trying to coach for his job, so he really still wanted wants, to win the game. Yeah, wants wins. So yeah, he's you know gonna do whatever he can to you know obviously the seasons they they've known the season's been lost for a couple of weeks, but so that's really all Bowles is playing these and coaching these games for. And I'm gonna put my tin foil. Let's get it. Hat on. on here. Bring it on. Could it be? That he, because he came out and he said it after the game that Darnold was healthy enough to, to play in the game and he didn't dress him. Where were you? I was that, about to bring that up. So let, let yeah, he know that he knew that McCown would, you know, possibly blow it or gave him a little bit le- like more of a chance to maybe win the game. I don't know. Could it be some sort of Todd Bowles kind of play to save save his job rather than let the Jets? You know, I love it. No, I set have, themselves I- up something. He said after the game, "Yeah, Sam Darnold just didn't ha- didn't he didn't get enough reps." Yeah, he didn't get enough reps. That's your fault, man. You're yeah. the one that didn't give him enough reps. Give him more reps right. if he's healthy. Come on. And then- <laughs> it was, I mean, it's ridiculous. Like it, it was like one of the most absurd quotes I've ever seen. Like a coach try to pass off as like a legitimate yeah, he coaching was serious decision. too. Like he was yeah. like. He was that's trying serious. to like make us buy it. Like, yeah, he's like still, that, that's a real still saying thing. he's still saying it this week. It's about it's, it. It's like, absolutely bananas. Like, and I, I was very proud of this term I used in the article that it was uh, incompetence bordering on coaching malpractice. I was very proud of that wordplay. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was. <laughs> but at the end of the day, that's what that's what it was. It's either. It's either pure incompetence because you know you, you draft this guy and then you're deciding to still start Josh McCown over him, just makes no sense. I, I, if you thought that he still wasn't 100 percent from the injury, I'll buy that. That's fine with me. Season's lost. No need to throw Darnold to the wolves if you don't have to. Mm-hmm. But if you think he's healthy enough to play, you gotta play him. Like yeah, that's yeah. idea. Like absolutely. Uh, so uh, all right. So normally. Uh, what we do is we name a few things and we ask you like, what is the main reason why the jets lost? But I I think this week it's a little simpler. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's, are we, are we putting it there's, there's two options. Is it the penalties at the end of the game 
or was it the coaching? Because I thought that the team overall played relatively well. I mean, you got what you were expecting from Josh McCown on the road against a relatively good defense. You know, the running game actually was pretty good. They had 30 rushes yeah. for like 150 yards. The wide yeah. receivers were whatever. I, I'm not blaming the wide receivers, right? No, you can't. You but, can't. But and like the offensive line was meh. Like like it's yeah. it always is. Yeah. The defense played pretty solid. Pick six, you know, a bunch of sacks. Like they played well, and, and Jamal Adams led the team in in in, in tackles again. Like of course obviously like our president, (laughs) like like, like our president, like our true president would obviously, but like, you know, Jordan Jenkins had a sack. Jamal had a sack. Frankie Louvu had a sack. Shout out Cougar nation. Yeah. Right. Four tackles for loss. You know, Twitter, those Cougars seven, seven QB hits. There's three passes deflected. Like they played overall pretty well. Right. So Mm -hmm. it, it has to come down to those two things. Was it the penalties at the end of the game? more so like that Tremaine Johnson face mask and whatnot, or, or was it the coaching? I mean, you can trace the penalties back to the coaching. So you're tracing it back to the source. These Todd Bowles has never been a good disciplinarian type coach. It seems like, like time and time again, that the jets will have one of these games where they'll commit like, mind-numbingly infuriating penalties that, you know, it could be something very simple as, you know, a full start or an offsides, which happens to every team. But it also, at the times, it's, it's the Tremaine Johnson penalty where it caught, it literally contributed to them losing the game, Todd, like, directly. Todd Bowles, I have something to say about Todd Bowles. He bothers me because <laughs> because he comes off as, like, his personality, like, with the media and everything, like especially when the jets are bad, it's like stonewall. Like you're like just completely like monotone, like yeah. shows absolutely no emotion, but allegedly this guy's a player's coach and the players love him. And they Leonard Williams will not resign with the jets. If Todd Bowles is gone. Like that kind of level of love, yeah. like Rex Ryan type level. Right. But for some reason, like I, I just can't wrap my head around the fact that he, like I, I want something genuine from him. Right. You know, it, it's it's absolutely so frustrating, and it, it and that's just it's like a little. I just wanted to like throw this in because I, I wanted to rant a little bit because other than his coaching, that just grinds my gears, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, absolutely. It rubs rubs me the wrong way. Like, like at he's least supposed to be this player's coach. Yeah. Show us that you know. Yeah. Not to mention, if if he's this player's coach and the players love him to death, why aren't they showing it on the field? Yeah. You remember, think with the, remember they when knew with their the, coach is on the hot seat? Like, why remember, the hell aren't they? They're not playing like they want to save his job. Remember when Rex Ryan was? They were like, they, we we wanted them to tank, and the Jets mm-hmm. like won like five or six games just for him, mm-hmm. right? Like that's uh, that that's showing. Last year, somehow Todd Bowles got five games out of these out of this 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 team, yeah, with Josh McCown, yeah. But, but something happened. Something something snapped, you know. Right, and right. for some reason. Uh, I mean, they all say it's not Bulls, so maybe it isn't Bulls. So, maybe it's maybe it's maybe it's Jeremy Bates, like we like we've been saying with the offense, like Quincy was saying. I mean, he's. I mean, Jeremy Bates got. I mean, Jer, uh, John Morton got. A, uh, all things but all things considered, got a pretty great season out of Josh McCown of yeah. all quarterbacks. Like, yes, the Jets only won five games last season, but a lot of their losses 
were fairly close games. And McCown played decent for most of the season up until the point when he got hurt. And could you trace that back to the like to, to Morton? Maybe. But the fact that him and Bowles never agreed on like how to run certain aspects of the team, offense and obviously, you know, overall led to Morton's firing, which sucks because we got one season out of him and then we go to Jeremy Bates, who obviously is, you know, a train wreck. So where does that where does that all end up? Where else but, you know, Todd Bowles' doorstep. Yeah. So no. Last, so I saw something uh, today. It was a list of teams that have thrown the ball deep uh, like 50 times or more, and the Jets are on the list. And every team's at like 37% and up in completion mm-hmm. percentage. And guess where the Jets are? Less than 15? No, very close, though. They're at 16, oh, wow. 16% completion percentage. Oh. So, so I'm looking at – I mean, I just remember last year – Robbie Anderson caught a lot of deep yeah. balls from Josh McCown. And for some reason, they're just not connecting this year at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's not just with Josh. It's not just with, with Josh. It's with Darnold, too. Like, there was that one touchdown catch where Darnold hit him in stride. I forget, I forget who they were playing against. It was, the, it was the Denver game, I think. Yeah, the Denver game, right. It's the Denver game, and then he also had the one. Uh, his, was it his very first touchdown pass in the Detroit game? No, it was it was definitely the Denver game. Um, okay, and for some reason with Bates, we just we're just not getting those wide open passes anymore. Right, you right. Know? And it's 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 painfully obvious. You know, yeah, we're not we're not like crazy crazy football analytics guys. Right, right. You know, right. Like it doesn't take a genius to know <laughs> this this isn't working. Exactly. <laughs> things things need to change. Exactly. Really, really soon, because we, we I don't Darnold want crazy here. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, and I don't want Darnold to get all ruined. So yeah, we, exactly. We need a change. There are there are certain if you go back and watch like some of the highlights and some of the tape, um, you'll see it. Like on some of these like short little short little plays, literally two of the receivers are running the exact same route, like one right in front of the other. Yeah. So it's like impossible for either one of them to get separation from defensive backs or from their teammate for that matter. So how are they supposed to how is the quarterback supposed to throw them the ball? And that's play design. Yeah, I'm seeing like, I'm seeing what like, the hell is that? I'm seeing like, the analytics guys, like the former players, like tearing apart this offense on Twitter, right. <laughs> breaking it down win. in video, <laughs> like it's pointing out like, dude, stop doing this. Why are you, why are you running this play over? <laughs> this is the most basic thing I've ever seen. What are you doing? Yeah. Brian <laughs> Baldinger is like telling, yeah. uh, Jeremy Bates, like, dude, like you're just, you're ruining Darnold. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Please. For the love of God, stop. <laughs> like everybody, but this guy, everybody, but the offensive coordinator seems to know that he's doing a poor job. Exactly. And, and I hope for his sake that he that he knows that he's not doing good and and yeah. it's and it's eating him alive. Because um, yeah. you know he deserves that for being so bad. Yeah. All right. 100%. So let's move on. Uh, we're 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 burying that L. That is the sixth straight loss for the New York Jets. Um, and <laughs> a few weeks ago, I said, "Yeah, we're staring three and five in the face." Uh, and then we went. Three and six, and then the three and seven, and now, now we're at three and nine. Um, and 
you know what? We very well could lose uh, to the Bills, and then that means that the Jets will not win another game this season because they have the Texans, the Packers, yeah. and the Patriots Yeah, three games after that. Right. So we got some news this week, some good news. Let's, let's, let's stop talking about the bad stuff for a second. Uh, actually, before we get to the good news, let's continue with the bad stuff so we can end on some good news before go- moving good, on to the next game, right? Good idea. Bad news, Marcus May put on the IR uh, shoulder injury. He's going to have surgery. Um, it's a big blow, man. It's a big blow, big blow. for the secondary. He's, he's the second highest graded defensive player on the Jets for pro, pro football focus behind President Adams. And um, naturally, and mm-hmm. I, I think that they're really going to miss it. I mean, Daryl Roberts has done pretty solid. Um, they've had some guys fill in that have, that have done okay, but I mean, this is the second straight year uh, that this guy has gone down with season-ending injuries. Yeah. Uh, I mean, do you think? Do you think that he'll ever really like amount to anything like at this point? Like, or or like, is he going to be this injury-prone guy the rest of his career? I mean, I think it's it's. I mean, it's just become painfully obvious that injuries are just going to be a thing with him. You know, he's extremely talented. To you know, he's very good at his position. Uh, obviously, like you said, he's second highest graded defensive player um, on the team, and that's ahead of guys that are having fairly, you know, good fairly seasons. good seasons, yeah. like Darren Lay and Avery Williamson, and guys that yeah, guys that are doing well for the Jets. So it's it's a tough loss for you know a team that's already that's gone through a lot of the season with you know like that have gone down broken guys have. Like no, like it's football. Player. You know? it's it's football, but it's like at the same time, guys like you know Adams haven't knock on wood gotten. Why know, would hurt. you even speak that into I existence? I knocked on wood. I knocked on wood. We're good. We're good. <laughs> but Christ, man. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think it's just going to be a case of when he's on the field, he's going to be a very valuable asset for the Jets. But you're not going to get you. You're going to get probably half a season to half to three quarters of a season, maybe out of them every season. I, the Jets have, it's, that's right. That's a, that's a bad break for, you know, any I, team and any player. Like I think that in two straight seasons now, this is his third season, I believe. And, um, second, right. Second, it, oh, second. Yeah. So second season. Yeah, right after that. Um, I think that you have like not, you have 96 million at least in cap space this off season. Right. <laughs> So yep. I think you have to address the safety position. Maybe like get like just like make get sign like a veteran backup, you know, just to yeah. have just in case. Mm-hmm. Um, someone reliable. Uh, I mean, I can't think of any names at the top of my head because it's just became yeah. a reality, um, right? You know, but I, I think that that's something they definitely should target. Like not the not a, not a priority by any means. Um, right, but but there's a lot of other yeah. positions that need to get way more first. positions that need to get addressed first. But definitely like something near the end of free agency where you're like, all right, like two years in a row, Marcus has gotten hurt, and I mean, at that point you become a little unreliable, so you got to get a little insurance. Mm-hmm. And I think that'd be smart, you know, like, yeah. why, like why not just get like a veteran backup? Yeah, all right. exactly. No more bad news. Uh, let's get into some good news. Sam Darnold. Our Lord and Savior, potentially, maybe. Um, he is back full 
participant at practice. Yes, he is. And big story just... today was he wasn't wearing long sleeves, and apparently the media like wanted to harp on that for some reason. No they long, think, no sleeves. They think, they think Sam's going to get hypothermia or something. Sam, Sammy, Sammy, no sleeves. Sammy, no sleeves. Yes, <laughs> I, I love it. I will say it's very cold in New Jersey, but <laughs> is like, it? Is it cold? It's, no, I it's wouldn't, December. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah so this is a really good this is really good news for the jets yeah. uh, and he better goddamn play <laughs> you better play man uh, we, we need i want to see darnold versus josh allen uh, yeah round one it's gonna be a lot right. of fun on the road i'm like this is the first time in weeks where I've actually I'm really I'm really excited to watch the Jets because yeah you know yeah. I don't care about them winning I don't care if they win I hope they lose I hope they lose this game on the Me road too. in Buffalo and they throw snowballs and other inanimate objects that I won't mention onto the field <laughs> and uh, you know Josh Allen gets hit in the face by a rogue snowball you know maybe oh, no. like something like that <laughs> but I think that it'd be a great loss. We get to three and ten, and then we're guaranteed to have a three and thirteen season, and that will guarantee a top three draft pick most likely. Uh, and then we can get potentially maybe Ed Oliver or Joey Bosa, um, or Nick Nick <laughs> Bosa. Excuse me, sorry. Um, yeah. But I digress. All right. So Sam Darnold is back. What does that mean for the New York Jets? I mean, hopefully, it just in- injects them with some you know enthusiasm. And some, you know, maybe some confidence going into the game, you know, get these guys fired up, you know, hopefully the fact that, you know, they have that, I mean, I don't even remember what the final score of that game was, was it 41 to 10 or something, the Buffalo game, really? hopefully that is enough uh, motivation for them to go in there and try to, you know, was that his last game? That, no, his last game was the Miami game. Yes, you're correct. Yeah. The Buffalo the Buffalo game was McCown. Well, the yeah. good news is that the Jets have scored uh, more points each time than the last the last four games. Uh, they have scored six points against the Dolphins. Oh, nice! And then they scored <laughs> ten points against the Bills, and then they scored thirteen points against the Patriots, <laughs> and then they scored twenty two against the Titans. So, so but you know where all the you know where all those points are coming from? Josh Offensive McCown. MVP Jason Myers. Yes, J- Jason Myers. Yeah, you're <laughs> I just correct. picked him up in fantasy because he's probably like he's Pro he's the, He is the fourth-rated kicker in the league by Pro Gotta Football be. Focus. Got to be. You know, he's he's fan, he's been fantastic this season, and I love <laughs> as good Jason as you Myers. can. <laughs> Jason Myers to the Pro Bowl. Hashtag Jason Myers to the Pro Bowl. Absolutely. So Jason, Jason Myers, Jamal Adams, Andre Roberts. Same all right. So, so the Bills are the opponent this week, and Sam Darnold is back, and we are excited. We get Sam Darnold versus Josh Allen. 1.0 and the Jets. Wow, the Jets are 3.5 dogs, three and a half point dogs. And the ESPN matchup predictor has a, the Bills winning 71.5%. There's not a okay. lot of faith in the New York Jets this week. Uh, the Bills they just made some cuts, uh, they just cut uh, the beefcake, uh, Kelvin Benjamin. Yes, <laughs> so so I'm starting Zay Jones this week in fantasy. Um, nice. But yeah, uh, this is a big. I mean, this is a big tank matchup. Yeah, uh, and, and I think that the Bills are four and eight, and the Jets are three and nine. And if the Jets win this game, then they're tied for 
a draft spot. And I think there'd have to be a coin flip because they have the, uh, or maybe it would be points for points against. I'm not sure, but um, they'd have the same record and that would be problematic. Right. And we don't want that because we want a bad draft pick this year to build the yeah. roster. So what do you, are, are the Jets <laughs> going to lose? I mean, are they going to lose to the bill? Are we, we going to do this thing? I honestly, and I will say, I'm going to get it right out ahead of it. I want them to win this game. What? I know. I know. You want to know why? Because I'm I'm tired. Have you lost your mind. I'll help you, damn find it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of watching these post game interviews with guys like Adams and guys like Anunua that have them be pissed off because they did those guys like that did probably more than likely did everything they could for the team to win the game. I think the Jets need a confidence building win. This should be their last win of the season because, as you said before, this is really their last opportunity for a win given who the rest of the season is against. Well, so, I, I may have found a loophole. Uh oh. The Packers aren't very good right now. True. So, why don't we lose this game on the road right now? Because I kind of want to. Mm-hmm. And then beat the Packers. I mean, that's, a, that's as good of a confidence, confidence booster as last you can ask. Home, it's the last home game of the season. True. You know, and then you go to Foxborough and you get your ass kicked. Yeah, and, you get your... and, and then you go home. You don't even go back to the stadium. Your last right. memory in MetLife is a win. You know? Right. No, a Bills win would be nice too. Yeah, I think I, I, another reason is I, yeah, I want the confidence, but I also just want I want a little revenge. It's they the came Bills. into yeah. they came into MetLife and they they know they stomped their guts in. I, I kind of want to go up to what is it, Ralph Wilson? I don't want to do the same. Yeah, it is Ralph so, Wilson. <laughs> I kind of want to see. I kind of want to see Sam Darnold, you know, shake off the rust and come out and, and beat, come out firing. Beat Josh you know? Allen on the beat road. Josh Allen, who's apparently the, he's been doing okay since he got you know he came back. He has been. Do we know what the weather's going to be? Probably cold because it's Buffalo in December. Probably very cold. Thirty-six degrees. That's warmer than I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, thirty-six degrees in the forecast. Wow. All right, yeah. so. This is, I mean, this is, like I said, it's a big tank matchup. Um, you know, I would like to see a Jets win here. This is what I say. I'd like to see a Jets win, but I'm rooting for them to tank, and I yeah. want them to lose this game. Um, and if they win this game, then I want the other teams that they're playing, that like that they're vying with the, for the pick for to win their games too. Yeah. Uh, is so, it, who's ahead of them technically right now? Uh, San Francisco. The Raiders and San Francisco, I believe. I think so. I, I want to say that's that's right. Yeah. Or the Jaguars, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. No, I think the Jet the Jets are in third. Um, oh yeah, last week. because the Jaguars beat the Jets. So. Yeah. All yeah. right. So, uh, I think that's. Uh, do, I mean, do we have a prediction for this game? Uh, I think it's. I think it's definitely going to be closer than the the first matchup. I think we're probably going to be seeing something closer to what this Tennessee game was, whether or not it goes one like as lopsided in one direction for most of the game as the Tennessee game was in one team's, you know, favor. Yeah. Not really sure. I we could easily see a shootout type game. Uh but I think it's I think it's closer. I think it's probably somewhere around like the Pats game type score, like, you know, a twenty four to seventeen type game where both defenses are kinda, you know, bending, not breaking the whole it's, game. Yeah, it's cold. Uh, it's co- yeah, you know, it's cold. Whoever the Bills kicker is misses some field goals, and Jason right. Myers kicks like six <laughs> of them. And, yeah. Jazz Sam, Sam throws for like one touchdown. And, yeah, 
Jets get the Jets get a win or something like that. Todd Bowles, Todd Bowles said, "Yeah, it was a great team win. It's a great team win. Yeah. You know, we were all, we, you know, we just, you know, we were tired, and you know, and then all of a sudden, then Christopher Johnson comes out. He's like, yep, Todd Bowles is gonna be the coach next year.' Yeah, we all, then we and, all jump and you know, jump off a cliff or something. Yeah, a vat of acid and <laughs> yeah, Jesus. And and it, you know what? You know what the sad part is, Connor? What's that? They're probably gonna win this game." I think and, I, and I have more to talk about it. I think and, so. <laughs> and Christopher Johnson's going to make some comment like, you know, I really like the the trend that the team has been going. They've been scoring more points than the, each time out more than the last game. You know, you know, from 6 to 10 to 13 to 22 to now 24 points. I'm seeing a real positive trend <laughs> with Todd Bowles. And, you know, he'll be our coach for the foreseeable future. You know, oh, just oh. literally kill me. Yeah. All right. That, shivers on my spine. I think that's it. Uh, yeah. um, I think, and I can't wait to watch him. I'm very excited. Yeah, my first very time. excited. First time in a month. I'm excited. Okay. Mark, San- Mark Sanchez. <laughs> uh, he was back uh, with, but he broke his, and he came in as time in field for the last so, sixteen played in a game. Because start this. Because I, I think I think it was I think it was uh, so just. <laughs> On the question conference, thought uh, well before that. Wait, he had the butt fumble. He did redemption yeah, there? Full circle. Yeah, redemption. <laughs> but so then he got yeah. asked about the butt fumble this week. Of the uh, things associated in fans' minds when Mark Sanchez's name comes up, there are good things. High draft pick. Sure. The playoff runs with the Jets those two years to the AFC title game. There's also a certain fumble uh, in the nationally televised game that I'm not following. <laughs> Is is that uh, did that bother you that that would that that comes up still to this day? Do you laugh you, about it as you just did? Like is I said, it, what are you gonna do? I mean, it was it was a crappy play in a game where we're getting our butts kicked. You know, some low hanging fruit. So that was an easy reach for you. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Come on, you can give it to me. I can get right back. Come on now, thick skin in here, huh? No, listen. It's uh, who cares? It's one it's one play, and. Uh, yeah, you just move on. Um, I prefer to remember the good stuff. You seem like a doomsday or so. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Sanchez uh, was able to play that off really well. Um, he's dealt with much tougher media than the DMV uh, when he was in New York and even Philadelphia uh, and probably even Dallas, you know. Yeah, and <laughs> you know? Chicago. He's been, Chicago. He's been in a lot of yeah. major markets. <laughs> he's been in a lot of places uh, and dealt with the media a while. So I mean, he obviously took it in stride, uh, making fun of himself and the reporter. Um, but yeah, Sanchez, love seeing him back in yeah. the news, back on the field, slinging it, throwing it to the other team. It's just <laughs> fantastic. I'm just saying, his very first play back from scrimmage, the Redskins scored a touchdown. Yeah, you know, not he, saying that's you know that was one heck of a handoff. Action. <laughs> it's a great handoff. Yeah, the form. Can't was, ask better handoff than the, that. The, the footwork, the form, everything was just <laughs> perfect, and, and that's what you want out of your starting quarterback. Good form. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right, so I think that's it. Uh, obviously, subscribe to the Jet Stream. Uh, subscribe, 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 rate, subscribe. Comment. Yeah, subscribe, rate, comment. Uh, Connor, where can they find you on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter lamenting mostly about the Jets at the NJ Mick. All right. And you can find me at J Finver Sports 12. Uh, I'm a reporter down here in Mississippi. 
uh, and covering sports down here. So give me a follow. Give Connor a follow. And follow all of our podcasts. And you can find all of them on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Find us on Twitter at GothamSN. And you can find us on the internet, the interwebs. This new thing they call the internet. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard of it. Uh, (laughs) GothamSN.com. All right, Connor, any last words? I want to say go Jets, but I'm, I'm, I'm just going to, you know what I'm going to go with? I'm going to go with same old Jets. We're, same we're, old so, Jets. we're just like really conflicted souls right now. That's yes. what it is. It's unfortunate. Which is basically uh, usually what it is at this point of any Jets season. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, All right. go Jets, and uh, hopefully we win or lose this weekend. Who knows? Boy, we will say. Peace. <laughs>